It is Thursday, the best day of the week, everybody. It is time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. I am Andrew Dowd. I hope you guys are having a great day. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com or TitleInsurance.com. Joined, as always, by Steve Glick, our Senior Vice President of Advertising and Marketing, Dave Retiner, Vice President of Digital Marketing and Technology, and today, Barbara Wyman. Barbara, how are you? Good. How are you? Andrew? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so you've been, how long have you been doing real estate? 31 years. 31 years. So obviously, we've talked a lot on different podcasts about how this year has been so different for so many reasons with the pandemic and everything. Um, but there's been, we've also discussed, I guess, guys, like different periods throughout the, um, over the last 20, 30 years where we've seen large spikes in sales and things like that. But I'm curious, when you first got into real estate, what was, what was the game like? What was it like out here in the Hamptons doing real estate? Well, it was <clears throat> very, very different. I mean, people came out here, um, just to have a great time. They came to find a beach house, hang out, um... Just relax. Different vibe. None of this frenetic, oh, I have to be here and, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. They just came out here to enjoy themselves. It was a total vacation It was just a vacation. Yeah. It was totally vacation. It was, you know, finding a little beach house. It doesn't have to be some big mega mansion or anything perfect or everything updated and Like a weekend getaway. They just wanted to be in in the scene, They just wanted to be at at the beach. Yeah, okay. You know, there was no scene. There was no, uh, you know, I have to be uh, only in the village or I have to be, you know, in a specific area. You found a little house and, you know, it was rented and everybody was happy. And I guess there was no there was no internet search before. Like I mean, you're talking like what the no, early '90s, right? So early '90s, everything was was uh, hard paper. Um, we uh, we had books that we kept that were alphabetical or by by price, and you know we'd send people out for a cup of coffee, and gather a few listings, grab the keys, put them in our car. Uh, nobody ever followed us. They all came with us, and so we would chat and find out about each other. And <laughs> it was like just you know just a nice experience. And you would scan the classified sections of newspapers. Oh yes, like, newspapers yes. Newspapers were such well, an important component. Like they were just newspapers go, were very no important. No pictures, just right. you'd read. No pictures. Everything was classified. New York Times was big then. Mm-hmm. The classifieds in the New York Times, people looked at those. So you would have an address and you wouldn't know what the house looked like. You would have to physically no. drive to the no, house. No, we had no photos. You'd have to go by the description. Right, yeah. right, right. That sounds like a good right. one. <laughs> we never saw the houses. Yeah. You know, I mean, we did have open houses for sales, uh-huh. obviously, and we'd have caravans. I mean, caravans were big that caravans day. Big, yeah. You know, the whole office would go together. We'd pick one day and, oh, we're just going to go to at least five houses. And, you know. Uh, it's funny, I was saying before, um, before we hopped on, it's like, you know, now we do all these email blasts, email marketing. Back then there was no email, there was no internet, and it was fax machines. There's yeah. nothing. So you fax would do blast. a fax blast to like <laughs> all the offices of a piece of paper right. of, right. I guess, just text, right? right? And, and, the, and in, yes, that's yeah, what we would do. The fax machine right. off everyone. Fax machine, yes. <laughs> and then the interesting thing was, you know, just brought to mind, like the builders at the time, um, they would come around to every office and they would have a sheet that they would give you about their house, you know, what they were building, how much it mm-hmm. was, with all the description. And, you know, we all knew each other, you know, so you could expect, you know, um, I don't want to mention names, but, you know, certain people to come in, you know, 
every couple of weeks, every couple of months, or they come and say, oh, I sold my house. We didn't even know if a house was sold. <laughs> and we actually had to, you know, oh, wow. find so out. It was, it was very gossipy. You right. all have to kind of gossip about yeah. real Yeah, well, we all kind of hung out. See, yeah. main, I was on Main Street, 54 Main Street, uh, for 17 years. And so there were, I saw a lot of real estate companies open, and a lot, a lot of them closed, because it was all mom and pop then. But we would all hang out on the street together. We had Village Real Estate next door, Main Street across the street, Alan Schneider, Cook Pony Farm, and we would just all talk to each other right. and, and, and share information. Yeah. Because these weren't exclusives. These were just mm -hmm. all open listings. Yeah. Very few exclusives in those days. When did that shift happen? Yeah, so people started like... I think it happened over time, just slowly. I think, obviously, a lot of things happened after 2001, after 9-11. But just, you know, as things progressed, um, I guess, and things got busier and a little bit more frenetic, so to speak, not so relaxed, not so much vacation, but more like, you know, who can build the biggest house, who can build the most expensive house. You know, as that started to happen, then the exclusives started to. So when did the big rush popular. of people start coming out here um, to live? You know, not just for summer. They would was. Would you I say think, that was two thousand one. I think that was yeah two thousand one. That was the catalyst. That was right? after nine eleven. Yeah. And that's yeah. where you see more people spending year round or longer than the summer. Right. They right? wanted to get their kids out of the city. Okay. They wanted to get them in the schools out here. You know, people were coming out. The, the kids and. And the wife was staying home, the mm -hmm. husband was going back to the city, or vice versa. The husband was staying here, the wife was whoever was the, the breadwinner. And, uh, you know, so the jitney got, you know, became busier, and wow. the yeah. train, and, the, you know, everything became more crowded, and you couldn't get a jitney reservation. So that's when it all kind of started to to well, increase. Where do you see it going after this now? Because, I mean, we've, we've talked so much about how, I mean, it's like the traffic seems to get more congested every summer. It's like kind of like the ongoing joke and then it like would taper off as the winter came around. But like, you know, this past year especially, it's like the number of people I've you see around town. I've never seen anything like this. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody's leaving. Even <laughs> coming here on. this morning should have taken me no more than 10 minutes. Right. It took me 25 minutes. And you're coming from yeah. Southampton? Just no, I came from East Hampton. I'm oh, you're in East Hampton yeah, now. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you came from yeah. East Hampton to come to Bridge Hampton. Should have taken me 10 minutes to get here. Traffic, I mean, look, time minutes. will look, tell that, Andrew. It's a dramatic thing. COVID was so yeah. dramatic, and yeah. it was so it, scary. It, I mean, I was really scared. I mean, like everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, you can't blame these people for trying to get out of a congested place and into yeah. a, a, you know, an open space place. Right. So what are you seeing now in the real estate? Like, is it... There are there opportunities? I know we talk about the numbers each week with the inventories and the in contracts. Well, the inventory now is, is very low. Yeah. Um, we have several buyers, three or four buyers, more than several, that we had to put in rentals. What are they looking for? Like, What is it that they're not finding? Is it a new construction house it's, that they want? You know, it's all different. I've got people looking in East Hampton for around $2 million. Okay. But that's what you could buy for two million dollars ten years ago, oh, yeah. you yeah. can't even. It, it, it's just up until it. a year ago. You know, one point five is now two million right. easily. Easily, you know, even more. Exactly. Even more. And then I've got I've got people in a rental that are looking for something around twenty million. So mm. it, it's all price. And what advice are you giving them? Like to say. I'm Do they say just wait. wait, rent something, and just yeah, just rent something and kind of wait it out because you know there's definitely been a shift. Mm -hmm. um, you know things have calmed down yeah. a bit. Um, 
in the real estate market, not in the, not in the Hamptons. I mean, it's just crazier than ever. But as far as the market goes, because our inventory is so low, yep. we have no, nothing we can do. We just have to tell our people to, you know, hold out. So when a property a does come on, do you tell them just go at it for I, full price? Yeah. Go all in if, and try to get that. If something comes on that really that they like, yeah. I just say make the offer and, and go for it. Sure. And it better be a good one. Right. You know, think whether that, it's full price or, or yeah, right about that. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, given that the inventory is low now, and I imagine with people like kind of being settled, so to speak, for the summer, you know what I mean? Like that there's probably not going to be a lot of movement as far as right. listings coming on because people are like, look, we're here for the summer. Right. Do you think that they'll, the attitude might be come the fall or mm -hmm. November that they'll say, hey, listen, yes, let's test the water, see what the market looks like, yes. and things will pick up again? I think, I think that there will be a lot of houses on the market coming fall. Traditionally, come, if you look at the data, June and July are the slowest months. Slowest months. Right. You know, right. you would think it's the opposite. Like, how can that be? It's the busiest time out here. Well, everyone's settled. Everyone's mm -hmm. enjoying you know their rental. They're enjoying. Always been, Steve. Yeah. It, oh, and historically, it always been. Even yeah. when I started real estate, I know it's crazy. But when you, oh, for really? an outsider, yeah. would look at it like. What do you mean? Everyone's out there. It shouldn't right. it be busy. June it's like no. People July. are enjoying the Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah. But once June, July, you know, end and and. The fall season comes mm -hmm. into play. It gets busier in um, September, October. It's super busy for sales. Yeah. Hmm. It's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're right in the mix of it. So like when you look at the numbers, yeah, they're I, on I, par. I just tell people to wait. I think I think that we're going to have, I don't know how much more inventory, but we're going to have more inventory. Yeah, you'll come. have a, a more opportunity after the I summer. Think, if, I think there will be. And I think, I think can wait. I mean, I'm a little hopeful that prices kind of level off a little bit because they've really gotten out of hand, mm -hmm. I, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you think when you say level off, do you think like there's going to be, I guess for lack of a better term, the price premium that we've seen because of the pandemic? I mean, like obviously the demand has been such that you could probably get a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like obviously a house still has to be priced well to sell, but like there was right. definitely a point where it was like, we can get an extra buck on this because yep. oh, of the demand. Yeah. So Last do you think level year, off would be like a price drop or just like a stabilization? I'm seeing some price drops. I think a little bit of a price drop. I'm not saying dramatically, mm -hmm. but I'm thinking like. It's so interesting because it's not like 2007 where there were these financial tools that made it possible for like someone that didn't have any money to buy a house for a million dollars and then right. that was driving the price. Like the, the price drive is happening because of an actual real emotional demand mm -hmm. for the property. Right. Mm -hmm. So right. it's like. It's a very normal economic situation, you know. It's not like it's not like this, like you know, made up, you know, financial wizardry situation. Right. It's it's just really people from all over the world and all in, in New York City, and the you know the capital of the world. They they all want to be here, mm -hmm. you know. And you know, I feel like that desire is always going to remain really strong. But the panic thing is going to go away, obviously. Yeah, the panic thing is so, definitely coming down. Well, time will tell yeah. what happens, you know, when after the summer ends. When, buy, when, school, say, when oh, the schools think, open back up. Are they going to go back to the city? Are they going to go back to the city to go back to the schools? Yeah. And with, with them, with the people, if that's going to happen, the traffic will eventually also die down. If yeah. There'll be a true test to see what happens yeah. this fall and winter um, with Manhattan and the Hamptons as far as, like, where people are going to stay yeah and live well, I what, agree. what i keep thinking about is is like you're not you don't have people that bought into uh the real estate out here that can't afford their mortgages out here right or are right. going to panic right. if the value of their property goes down they're going to say to themselves in my opinion 
you know, I, I, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm so happy I'm here. I don't really care. Right. My, yeah. my, my right. outlook is, is 30 years. Yeah. It's, a little, it's a little different now than when it was after 9-11 because I think people bought that couldn't afford. Yeah. And I think there oh, was, okay. yeah, because then we had some really down, mm-hmm. right. down, down time and people overpaid. And I think, I think Dave's right. I think it's a little different. Now. And it was the financing too. The financing uh, options yeah. were, you know, the restrictions were, were not many. You, anyone can get financing right. easily. Yeah. Now there's you more restrictions state, in oh, place. I made, I made $500,000 yeah, this year. I made income right. right. yeah. this year. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. very yeah. different. That's not around. But yeah. interest rates are still low, which is still helping drive. Yeah, if interest yeah. rates rise, yeah. the prices will come down. But yeah. then your payment's still going to be, you know, yeah. it's like. So it's all relative. Time yeah, will tell, you know, where we go from here. I think the inventory and what's going to happen in the fall is going to really be a big indicator of what, what's going to and it's, happen. It's exciting to see. You know? yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see, too, if people that like bought you know, maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, if they look at this asset that they now have a year and a half later and what the appreciation might have been, if they say, like, oh, it's time to, time to sell it, you know, because there's probably certain areas and certain price points where... You know, if you bought a house for a million dollars in a certain area a year and a half ago, I mean, you can it's certainly worth more now, right. um, just because that price point, that but demand then, is there. I mean, Where do you go? I mean, you want right. to be here. Right. That's the thing. But there could be That's some people question. that panic purchased, so to speak, that maybe realized, well, you know what, this really wasn't the right move for us. I mean, it could happen. Oh, sure. You yeah, know, I mean, it's not. Like There's a lot of scenarios price. that I think it'll just be so interesting to see what happens. could be people in the, the you know, we need to get back to the city. Our kids need to be back in the city mm-hmm. school. You know, they may be putting their house on the market. So speaking of the numbers, the data, Steve, what, what does this week look like? Because it was, I mean, you know, six months ago, we were talking about how crazy it was week in, week out. But things, I know. Things are definitely starting to, um, you know, settle down, but be on par for what a normal June will look like. Mm-hmm. You know, not not looking at what happened last year. So this week, there were 31 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. When you look at last year, there were 70, and that's a lot, 70 was like a huge number. But if you look at just 31 as a whole, um, compared to not 2020, but 19, 18, and 17, that's right in in the range of what is a June, a mid-June will look like. Um, That is, however, 31 is a decrease of 56% from last year. Um, the breakdown of those 31 transactions, there was one over $20 million, two between eight and six million, three between four and six million, five between two and four million, and 20 listings under two million went into contract. Looking at the inventory, we, we keep talking about how the inventory is low. There were 36 new listings that came onto the market. Um, so with 31 going into contract, um, that leaves a positive. a positive increase of five listings onto the market. So that is, that's inspiring and good to see. Um, the breakdown of those 36 new listings coming on, there was two listings over 20 million, three between six and eight million, one between two, um, one between four and six million, seven between two and four million, and 23 new listings under two million came onto the market this past week. Hmm. Interesting. How many $20 million, Barbara, were there like when you first started, how often would you see? Like, wow. I mean, that's like such a huge number, you know. It just, <laughs> I, I, I don't. It, honestly, it is, I don't even remember it being. You know, when I first dollars, started, yeah, I, I just I don't even. Only that was the thing. Like I mean, some days when we do these numbers, it's like ten. I remember, but not twenty. Right. It's just a buddy of mine this morning texted me. I guess there's you know some property that he saw. It was on Meadow Lane. It's like, you know, yeah. you're talking 50, 75 yeah. million dollars. There was nothing like that then <laughs> you know. at all. 
Um, we didn't even deal in anything like that. Yeah. It was just more beach houses. We were summer happy. Vacay. We, we, were happy. <laughs> we were happy if we sold the house for two hundred thousand. Believe me. Yeah. Because that's wow. those were the numbers. Right. Right. Two, two fifty, three. Good old days. Maybe four or five. You know that was <laughs> that was great. Um. So Dave, uh, Dave, yes, happening this weekend. What do you got? What's going on? That's right. All right, it's time for Happening in the Hamptons. I'm going to let you know my top three picks for this weekend. If you don't like these picks, you can always go to happeninginthehamptons.com and check out everything else. But my first pick for this week is going to be the Wolfer Estate Vineyards Sunset Fridays. I mean, just doesn't that just sound amazing? Amazing. Yeah. It's like every word in that sentence is amazing. Celebrate so, the week with wine. <laughs> so that's thousands that's, of people there. So that's Friday, June 25th, and it starts at 5 p.m. And you go to Wolfer Estate Vineyards, and you enjoy a fun night with friends. They got live music, and you enjoy Wolfer wine, and you watch the sunset. Perfect. Wonderful. Sign me up. And Sounds great. What is better than that? I mean, come on. So I strongly recommend you do that. And then when you wake up, you're not feeling so great because you had too much wine. Mm. <laughs> And you want to go to a workout class, but workout classes, Steve, you know a lot about workout I classes, do. don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So workout <laughs> classes are very expensive, right? It's like $50 a class. Indeed. I know. You know. So Gurney's, of all places, and a company called Flexit is having a free workout class in Montauk. Let's say it again. Free? Free. Oh, I'm there. Completely free. As in not have to pay for it, <laughs> which is unbelievable if you think about it. So that's Saturday at 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. And that's at Gurney's Star Island Resort, which is at 32 Star Island Road in Montauk. Nice. And you're going to enjoy a variety of workout styles, including, is it HIT or is it H-I-I-T? You say HIT? I think HIT. Okay, so it's a HIT. Right, yeah. yeah so High-intensity interval training. Yes. Wow. Thank See, Dow knows. Dow knows. Dow knows. <laughs> I think that's what it stands for. Well, you got me. It sounds good. Yeah. Dow's got the biceps. So then uh, you can also do Pilates and Steve. You can do yoga. I know you enjoy yoga. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> On the lawn, overlooking the marina, and it's very nice. Um, and it's free. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure there's an upsell, or I'm sure there's a hidden cost in there somewhere. <laughs> But, you know, get on down there. It's, you know, it's a great way to uh, If you're working the out morning. the morning after drinking a lot of wine, you're paying for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing's free. Right. <laughs> so, and then my third pick, you know, Jokes. a huge fan <laughs> of the Stephen Talk House. Uh, so the Stephen Talk House is going to have the Sturdy Souls, which is a great band. Um, they're going to be playing on Friday at 8 p.m. Um, and you can jam out with the Sturdy Souls at the Stephen Talk House well into the evening if you want. Great. Um, and that's what's going on this weekend. That's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be close it's to 80 funny. degrees. Another really gorgeous good. weekend, guys. This is get out to the beaches. What is Enjoy it? It's going to be beautiful. 73, yeah. mid 70s. It's, it's summertime. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect June, weather. Finally. We like it. Um, that's awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Barbara, thank you so much for joining You're us. We so appreciate welcome. it. My pleasure. Uh, once again, if you need to see uh, any of our listings, be sure to check out Saunders.com. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com or TitleInsurance.com. I am Andrew Dowd. Thank you all so much for listening, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.